Oh yes, ladies and gentlemen, Inner Sandman, as always, introducing me to this podcast. The ET Considers Everything podcast for Friday, March 20th, 2020. It's 3-2020, ladies and gentlemen, and I decided to go back to watch, in my opinion, the greatest WrestleMania of all time, and that is WrestleMania 20. It emanated from the Madison Square Garden in New York City, on March 14th, 2004. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and review that WrestleMania for y'all today and give y'all a look back on that special event. And of course, as y'all know, at the end of the event, a special moment took place between two professional wrestlers that are unfortunately no longer with us. And it's a emotional moment that always gets me every time when I watch this event back. So. Let's go ahead and get started with this review, ladies and gentlemen. The first matchup of WrestleMania 20 was between the Doctor of Thugonomics, John Cena, as he challenged the Big Show for the United States Championship. Now, this was John Cena's opportunity to become a new breakout star and win his first championship in WWE. Hard to believe it was 16 years ago this month that John Cena won his first championship in the WWE. And he done so by defeating the Big Show in this WrestleMania 20 opener. Great back and forth match between these two competitors. They both went toe to toe and brought the very best that they had to offer. Uh, Big Show hit a final cut on Cena for a two count. Uh, Cena was going to use the chain it looked like, but that distracted the referee. John Cena grabbed the brass knucks, hit John hit Big Show in the head with it, and uh, got him up for the FU and pinned him 1-2-3 after a second FU, John Cena is your new United States Championship, and that was his first ever championship won in the WWE on the main roster. The next matchup of WrestleMania 20 was a very interesting one as well, as it was a fatal four-way sudden death tag team championship match for the world tag team titles. In this match were... The champions, Booker T and Rob Van Dam, the Dudley Boys, Mark Jandrak and Garrison Cade, and La Resistance. Now this match was kind of, you know, put together at the last moment here during the last week on the build-up to WrestleMania 20. And it was a very good back-and-forth match between all of these four teams. All four of these teams had the opportunity to hit their big moves. It was looking poised that the Dudley boys were going to win the World Tag Team Championships once again, but um, Bubba Ray was pulled out of the way after a 3D attempt. Uh, Devon Dudley hit a flapjack, and that set the stage for Rob Van Dam and Booker T to retain the World Tag Team Championships after pinning Rob Conway in the middle of the ring after the five-star sprog splash. So the winner of the Fatal 4-Way Sudden Death match for the World Tag Team Championships. That was Booker T and Rob Van Dam. The third matchup of WrestleMania 20 was a grudge match between former world champion Chris Jericho and a man that would become a, a future world champion at the time, Christian. This was a very good grudge match between these two Canadians. They both brought their very best to the table. Um, this was pre-Codebreaker Chris Jericho, so all he had to offer really was the uh, Walls of Jericho and the Lion Salt at the time. He had a Lion Salt on Christian. That was for a two count. 
Trish Stratus came running down the ring. She was involved in the storyline between these two men. And it really was a interesting time. And it definitely um, set the stage for what would happen at the end of the match. Um, it, was, it was looking as if Christian would attack Trish. And uh, he'd done so by pulling the hair. Trish got down on the, on the ring and um, Christian got out, out of the ring. And Jericho was going over to check on Trish. And Trish elbowed Chris right in the side of the face. And as a result, Christian would go in, roll up Jericho, one, two, three. And Christian would win this grudge match between these two. So a very good match between these two. A very interesting finish as Trish Stratus would uh, turn her back on Chris Jericho, slapping him twice in the face. Christian would hit an unprettier. And at the end of the segment, Christian and Trish Stratus would share a kiss on the stage, thus ending this WrestleMania 20 match. So the third match of WrestleMania 20 goes to Christian as he defeats Chris Jericho. Match 4 of WrestleMania 20 was one that we had uh, definitely highly anticipated. It was between the Rock and Sock connection of The Rock and Mick Foley against Evolution. Three members of Evolution being... 16-time World Heavyweight Champion, Nature Boy, Ric Flair, the Intercontinental Champion at the time, Randy Orton, and the Animal Batista. This was a very good match that showcased all of these men, showed why The Rock, Mick Foley, and Ric Flair are all legends in this business. And ultimately, it looked as if Mick Foley and The Rock were poised to win this match, but... Uh, he would go for the Mr. Socko. Randy Orton would reverse it into an RKO out of nowhere. That was the first RKO out of nowhere call, I believe, that JR had. So I attributed to Jim Ross on that. One, two, three, and Evolution wins this um, two-on-three handicap tag team match. Highlighting superstars of Raw. So Evolution wins this matchup. Match five was a Playboy evening gown match. It was... Tori Wilson and Sable, who had posed for Playboy for the month of April 2004 against the team of Stacey Keebler and Miss Jackie. Not much to report on from this match, besides all four women were beautiful, obviously, and they all stripped down to their bra and panties, and Tori Wilson would end up pinning Stacey Keebler for the 1-2-3, thus winning the Playboy evening gown match. Tori Wilson and Sable, victorious as they were poised to be on the cover of Playboy in April of 2004. The next match up after this was the uh, WWE Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Not really a match. They uh, um, done a ceremony to induct all the WWE Hall of Famers. Very well done. Gene Okerlund hosted the late great Mean Gene Okerlund. Uh, two great um, announcers were inducted into this Hall of Fame class, Jesse the Body Ventura and Bobby the Brain Heenan, God rest his soul. A lot of other great superstars inducted in this class as well, including the late great Junkyard Dog, Tito Santana, superstar Billy Graham, um, Harley Race was inducted into this WWE Hall of Fame class, and several others. So those were the notables that were inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2004, and just a great ceremony that was emceed by the late, the late great Mean Gene Okerl. Match six of WrestleMania 20 was the Cruiserweight Open Challenge. 
In this matchup, the Cruiserweight Champion would enter last. Ten participants were scheduled to be in this match. The final two came down between Rey Mysterio and Chavo Guerrero Jr. And with help from his father, Chavo Guerrero Sr., um, Chavo Guerrero Jr. would pin Rey Mysterio 1-2-3 near the ropes, and Chavo Guerrero would retain the Cruiserweight Championship after a gauntlet match with all ten of the superstars involved in this match. Notables in this matchup were Chavo Guerrero Jr. as the champion, Rey Mysterio, Billy Kildman, Tajiri, Jamie Noble, uh, Funaki, and many, many more. So that was a very good um, WWE Cruiserweight Championship match, and I enjoyed it. The second half of WrestleMania kicked off with the grudge match between both members who were leaving the WWE, both superstars were at the time, Bill Goldberg and Brock Lesnar. Stone Cold Steve Austin served the, as the special guest referee. Slow-moving match throughout. Um, really didn't enjoy watching this one back. Um, the last half of the match was obviously better than the first half. Um, uh, Brock Lesnar would hit an F5 for a near fall on Goldberg. Goldberg would hit a spear on Lesnar for a near fall. And then eventually Goldberg would hit a jackhammer on Brock Lesnar for the 1-2-3. And Goldberg would win the matchup and ending his first run with WWE back in 2004. Brock Lesnar would flip off the fans as he exited the arena. Stone Cold would hit a stunner on him. Hit a stunner on Goldberg, stunning them both out of the WWE at the time. And Stone Cold standing tall, um, celebrating with the fans here at WrestleMania 20. The next matchup after the um, Brock Lesnar-Goldberg match was for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. It was also defended in Fatal 4-Way Sudden Death Tag Team Rules with the champions Rikishi and Scotty Tuhati taking on the APA, the Basham Brothers, and the self-proclaimed world's greatest tag team of Chilton Benjamin and Charlie Haas. The, world ta uh, the WWE Tag Team Champions Rikishi and Scotty Tuhati would retain after Rikishi would hit a stink face in the corner on Charlie Haas and do a sit down splash on top of Charlie Haas to get the 1-2-3 pin. So very good matchup here. A lot of great action between these four great tag teams. Rikishi and Scotty Tuhati retain the tag team titles. The next matchup was the women's championship match between Molly Holly and Victoria. A very interesting stipulation in this match as if Molly Holly were to lose, she would have to have her head shaved by the women's champion Victoria at the time. Ultimately, this was a very good back and forth matchup for the women's championship. Uh, Molly Holly would get a little bit overzealous, go for a widow's peak. Victoria would reverse it into a schoolgirl roll, one, two, three, and Molly Holly would have to have her head shaved. So the winner of the match here for the women's championship was Victoria. So thus, these two would go on to the barber's chair that was set on the top of the stage, and uh, ultimately, Molly Holly would have her head shaved. In my opinion, the best match on this card was for the WWE Championship, as it was Kurt Angle challenging the uh, WWE Champion Eddie Guerrero. Now, as many famously know, Eddie Guerrero would defeat Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship at No Way Out 2004 on February 17, 2004, 
with the help of a Goldberg spear after the referee was knocked out and Brock Lesnar was looking seemingly to hit a steel chair shot on Guerrero, retain his championship, move on to WrestleMania. That was not the case. Goldberg would hit a spear on Lesnar. Um, Eddie Guerrero would go up to the top rope, hit a frog splash onto Brock Lesnar, pin him one, two, three after the referee got back up, and the winner of that matchup would be Eddie Guerrero, no way out 2004. Moving on to this matchup at WrestleMania 20 between Kurt Angle and Eddie Guerrero. Great build-up to this match. Um, Kurt Angle really used the side of Eddie being kind of like the dirty tactic player, you know, somebody that really doesn't represent the whole of WWE as a whole being champion. Uh, Kurt Angle saw himself as the All-American man wanting to be, uh, regain his WWE championship that he lost to Brock Lesnar to begin with on the September 22nd, 2003 edition of SmackDown, where Brock Lesnar defeated Kurt Angle in a 60-minute Ironman match. Now, this match goes back and forth. A lot of great chain wrestling between Eddie Guerrero and Kurt Angle in this matchup, and it was a lot of fun to see how these two would uh, wrestle against one another, given the circumstances here, and they done a fantastic job. Um, they were sandwiched in between the women's championship match and the Kane and the Undertaker match coming up later. Um, Kurt Angle would go for an ankle lock, would hit the ankle lock on Eddie Guerrero, but Eddie Guerrero would have his shoelaces untied doing that earlier in the matchup to anticipate the ankle lock would be applied. And uh, Kurt Angle would pull off the boot of Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero would roll him up. Oklahoma roll one, two, three, and Eddie Guerrero retains the WWE Championship in one of the best WrestleMania WWE Championship matches that I've seen. So the winner of that matchup would be Eddie Guerrero. The semi-main event of this card was the ultimate grudge match between Kane and The Undertaker. Of course, famously, Kane would bury The Undertaker alive at Survivor Series 2003 as... Vince McMahon and The Undertaker were going one-on-one -on -one in that Buried Alive match at Survivor Series. Kane would interfere, get involved, hit a choke slam on The Taker, roll him up into the grave, and the dirt would be poured over top of him, and Undertaker would be buried alive. Now, the famous um, incident that I remember from this rivalry happened at the Royal Rumble. I remember Undertaker going up and... Uh, making a surprise entrance in the Royal Rumble I thought was going to take place but ultimately it did not um, they just played his music, played his gong freaked out Kane he said he's buried alive, he's not supposed to be here, all this stuff and then that leads up to the build up to Wrestlemania and Undertaker would come back with the late great Paul Bearer holding the urn with the Druids Undertaker would pin Kane, after hitting a choke slam and a tombstone combination, after Kane had hit a choke slam earlier in the match for a near fall, Undertaker would get the pin 1-2-3, and Undertaker would go to 12-0 at WrestleMania at this time. Of course, the main event of WrestleMania 20 was a triple threat match for the World Heavyweight Championship as the Heartbreak Kid Shawn Michaels, the Rabid Wolverine Chris Benoit, and the game Triple H would all go mono, imano, imano for the World Heavyweight Championship in the main event. Of course, Chris Benoit famously won the Royal Rumble in 2004 
at that same Royal Rumble. Shawn Michaels and Triple H fought in a last man standing match. Neither man answered the referee's count to 10, so Triple H retained the World Heavyweight Championship at the time. Um, the Sheriff of Stone Cold Steve Austin felt that Shawn Michaels uh, had a great match at the Royal Rumble, but ultimately he did not win the Royal Rumble like Chris Benoit did. Shawn Michaels would go on to superkick Chris Benoit, sign the contract out from underneath Benoit, and Stone Cold Steve Austin would make the announcement a couple weeks later on Raw, and on the final Raw leading up to WrestleMania, that it would be a triple threat match between Chris Benoit, Shawn Michaels, and Triple H. A great matchup, one that I definitely recommend to wrestling fans. I know the circumstances behind Benoit are definitely not the best, absolutely. But this was a fantastic match. And if you want to see a great um, just study session of how you should wrestle a professional wrestling match from a technical standpoint from Benoit, the showmanship of Shawn Michaels, just the all-around game of Triple H, that's why they call him the game. It's, it's definitely a fun match to watch. And, of course, at the end of it, um, Benoit, or Shawn Michaels was going to go for the sweet chin music on Benoit. Benoit gets out of the way, throws Michaels over the top rope, dumps him to the floor, and Benoit gets Triple H into the crippled crossface. And it was looking seemingly Triple H would get to the ropes, he tried to reverse out of it by going for a roll-up. Benoit countered back into the crossface near the center of the ring. Triple H would tap out, and Chris Benoit would be crowned the new World Heavyweight Champion. Now, I said at the beginning of this recording that I, I cried um, at the end of this WrestleMania match, and I'll tell you why. WWE Champion Eddie Guerrero came out. He was standing in the ring as Benoit was beginning to celebrate with the World Heavyweight Championship, holding it over his shoulder. Guerrero had the WWE Championship over his shoulder. Both men embrace, and it was a moment that I'll never forget. Both of these men are gone now. Uh, Guerrero died in November 2005 after a drug overdose, and Benoit, of course, had the murder-suicide of his family. Um, a case of two men that really didn't have a definitive finish to their career in wrestling. And it's, it's sad to think about. But I did ball my eyes out after watching that. And I just wanted to come to y'all today to uh, review WrestleMania 20 as a whole and talk about it. Um, especially being that the Dark Side of the Ring special with Chris Benoit be coming up this Tuesday on Viceland. It'll be on at 9 p.m. So it's a two-hour special. So I advise all wrestling fans, if you have nothing to do on Tuesday night, definitely check out that special. And you can stream Dark Side of the Ring Season 1 on Viceland.com through their YouTube channel. You can do that for free right now. I've been watching the Dark Side of the Ring specials that I have from Season 1, and I'm definitely looking forward to what they have to offer in Season 2. The debut episode will be the uh, story of Chris Benoit and the murder-suicide. So definitely an interesting watch there. Uh, other notable uh, Dark Side of the Ring episodes coming up in Season 2. They will be doing an, a Dark Side of the Ring on the Owen Hart incident at uh, Judgment Day 1999. 
They will be doing a Dark Side of the Ring on the Road Warriors, Hawking Animal. So that should be a very good watch as well. And many others that are definitely noteworthy and going to be fun to watch. I advise any wrestling fan to start watching Dark Side of the Ring. It's definitely well worth the time to watch those specials for sure. So there's my review of WrestleMania 20 and why it made me cry at the end with WWE Champion Eddie Guerrero and World Heavyweight Champion Chris Benoit embracing each other. Definitely a tough moment for a lot of wrestling fans. They know the circumstances behind Benoit, but it still makes me cry even to this day. And I will stand by that, and I have no problem at all uh, saying that either. So there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, my name's E.T. Eric Tyler Mullins. This has been the E.T. Considers Everything podcast for Friday, March 20th, 2020. If y'all don't mind, um, share this podcast with your friends. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor here, wherever you get your podcast at, I'm there. And you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at BubbaTile, one capital B, capital T. You can follow this podcast on Twitter at E.T. Considers capital E, capital T, and capital C, and I will be posting up this episode as soon as I'm done recording, so y'all can check it out, and that's it, ladies and gentlemen, this has been E.T. Considers Everything for Friday, March 20th, 2020, hope y'all have a great rest of your Friday, for now, my name's E.T. Eric Talamones, and I'll catch y'all next week here on the E.T. Considers Everything podcast, have a great evening, everybody, thank you so much for listening and supporting this podcast, later.